Yom Yom Yud Iyer for the 10th day of Iyer. This is the first published book of the Lubavitcher Rebbe, of the Rebbe, Rabbi Schneerson. And he published in 1943 where he gives an entry for each day of the year, something to live with, an inspiration, as well as custom sometimes. So today the Rebbe opens up with a custom. He says that the custom is to take a slice of bread when you eat bread and to dip it into salt three times. And not only to do that, but to make sure to dip it into the salt versus taking the salt and pouring it onto the bread three times. And uh, so the original source of this is this custom has a few levels. And if you look in the Shulchan Aruch, in the Code of Jewish Law, chapter 167, over there it talks about there's a custom to, leave, to have salt on the table when you eat bread. Right, if you go to yeshivas, whatever, you'll see a little cup, a kalishka with some salt inside on each table. They have salt on the table. Why? Because our table is like an altar. When we eat the food, we're consuming the food, just like the altar consumed the animals or, and the flower offerings and the, and to, as a serving and as an offering to God. Our table is compared to the mizbech, is compared to the altar. And the food that we eat on it is like a sacrifice. And... Uh, so, therefore, just like on the, on the altar we had salt, so we also put salt. And there's actually, the Shachrach even says that there's a, there's a, a moment of kitrug, interestingly enough, a moment of like, uh, oh, a moment of weakness, where we're able, we have a weak point, where we're able to be prosecuted against. Because when the Jews are sitting at the table, sometimes they're not speaking Torah. And furthermore, right, they're engaged in other, in other, in other talk. And furthermore, when they're waiting for each other to wash their hands, you're not allowed to talk. So automatically no one is speaking Torah and no one's doing any mitzvahs. So therefore, the covenant of the salt um, is a protection. And therefore, there's a mitzvah to have it on the table even if you're not going to eat from it. But he says in the Shulchan that al you should dip it into it. It's a Kabbalistic concept that you, uh, that you dip it in three times. In any event, that's what the Rebbe is bringing here. Now, for the core of today's Hayyim Yoyim, the following. On the second day of the Chagash of the holiday of Shavuos, which is coming up in a couple of weeks, the second day of the holiday in the year 1861. Did the Civil War start yet or no? You sure? Oh, 60 to 64, right? So, to 65. So on the second day of Shavuos in 1861, who was the Rebbe at the time? My namesake, Rabbi Menachem Endel Shneason, the first, the third Lubavitcher Rebbe, Tzemach Tzedek. He, uh, his father-in-law, the Rebbe, before and passed away in 1827, and he was a Rebbe until he passed away in 1866. Um, so the Tzemach on the second day of Shavuos, 1861, was sitting at the meal, and he told over the following... He says, let me tell you a memory from almost 70 years ago. What's almost 70 years prior? The 1790s. He says, I'm going to tell you what happened on the second day of Shavuos in 1795. 1795. Who was the Rebbe then? The first Chabad Rebbe, Rabbi Shneir Zalman. Rabbi Shneir Zalman of Liadi, the Alt Rebbe, Rabbi Nuazokin. And he says, at the second day of Shavuos in 1795, I heard from my grandfather. He said, that on the second day of Shavuos in 1768, we'll see how far we go back, that on the second day of Shavuos in 1768, who, who, who was the Rebbe then? Was Rabbi Dovber, 
the preacher of Mezrich, the Magad of Mezrich, the teacher of the Alter Rebbe, the, actually the Rebbe of all the Rebbes, all Hasidic dynasties and everything comes from Rabbi Doivber, the Magad of Mezrich, right? Things, nothing had split yet. He was the successor of the Baal Shem Tev. In 1768, this is taking place. He ended up passing away in the end of, uh, of 1772. So this is 1768 by the meal. And the Magda Mezrich, Omar Kfoid Kedushas, he said the following. There's a verse which commands us, as the rabbi was talking about the laws of counting these days. 49 days we count, and then the 50th day is the holiday of Shavuos. So the verse says, You should count for yourself. But the word Usfartem, Kabbalistically, comes from the word like sapphire or shiny. Svirot, you, may, you can have a lot of, a lot of uh, similar words. Right? Sapir, Ubahir, very clear, clarity, shiny. So what, what does it mean, and it also means to count, you should count for yourself. So he says, Usfartem Lachem, and it comes to the word Sefiris Ubahiru, so what does it mean? Usfartem Lachem, means, Tzrichem Lachem Bar, you have to make that yourself, your own identity should be illuminated. Usfartem Lachem, make yourself shiny. You should be an illuminated person, you should be a vessel for love, for kindness, for God's, right, for God's uh, presence in this world, you should be a see-through, you, sh- you shouldn't be a coarse vessel, you should be shiny. The Rebbe said it in Yiddish, in a letter, the Rebbe said, and obviously it was said originally in the Yiddish, you should make the lachem, the you, uh, illuminated, shiny. So the Al-Rebbe, who repeated this thing that he heard from his Rebbe, in 1795, the Alter Rebbe leaned on his arms, and he sang the Nigan. Which Nigan did he sing? Very good. The Four Bavis. The famous Nigan of the Alter Rebbe, that we're not going to sing now, because it's actually such a holy song, that we only sing it on special occasions. And the Alter Rebbe himself says that when you sing the song, I come, my soul comes down. So we only sing it at weddings, and at very, very holy and special occasions. But he sang the song of the four stanzas with tremendous intensity. Then he lifted up his holy head from his arms and he said in a sing-song voice in a question. And how do you illuminate the lachem? How do you illuminate yourself? And immediately he gave the answer also with a sing-song, with a tune. He says, He says, the continuation of the verse, it says seven complete weeks. What does that mean? And he says two levels of what this means. That's level number one. Level number one is by refining your character traits. What does it mean to, to this in itself? What does it mean to refine your character traits? That all seven should be included and absorbed in the other seven. In other words, we have seven character traits, right? Attraction, rejection, compassion, victory, surrender, connection. And the, the way that it relates to others, Malchus. So now, these seven emotions that we experience, which is also why we wrap the tefillin seven times on the arm, these seven emotions, the problem, if someone's an animal, if, if it's animalistic, if it's purely instinctive, then they're stuck in the way they are. Right? If someone's an angry person, there's only anger. If someone's... Right, if a person is kind, they can only be kind. They can't have a mix 
of emotions. The very fact that you're able to have every emotion the way it's found within the other emotion, there's kindness of kindness, and then there's rejection within kindness, and then there's compassion within kindness, right? And then there's, right, each one of the seven midas the way it's in each other, and so that's how, that's how we have seven times seven, which is 49. That in itself is a certain level of refinement. That means the person is not an animal. That means they, they're living in a, in a place where the intellect ha, is, has descended and has been absorbed in their emotions, and therefore there's able to be that interplay. And the higher level is, to the point that your midas become godly and become selfless, which is almost the opposite of midas by, by definition. A person's emotions are selfish. They're subjective truth versus objective reality. Right? The very nature of the beast is that it's not Shabbos. Shabbos doesn't need any refinement. That's why on Shabbos we're not allowed to pick out the bad from the good. Bayer is forbidden on Shabbos. Shabbos, we're not, there's no battles on Shabbos. Shabbos, everything is perfect. What does it say in the Torah? Sheva Shabbosais Tzimimais. The seven uh, emotions should be like Shabbos. Sheva Shabbat, the seven Shabboses. It should be on the level of Shabbos, that it comes on a higher level, and it doesn't need any When you do this, the only way God will shine through you is when you refine your character and your emotions. People think that they're able to find God in other places, right? They, they, in their intellect, maybe. I'm going to be a big intellectual, I'm going to study a lot of Torah. You know, they say it's harder to change one character trait than to go through the whole Talmud. Where, where you're going to find God is where it hurts, is where your character, where you go against your character and you do the right thing, that's the moment where you become a vessel and you allow the divine energy to shine and that's actually how a fire is lit, talking about illumination. A fire, something needs to give. The wick has to sacrifice. The oil has to burn. The only way is the emotions, the refinement of the emotions, this allows the illumination to take place. Everybody have a fantastic day.